Welcome back to Dial H for Hero Clicks. This is episode 193. I'm your host, Chris Britton, and let's go. Let's get it on. Dial H for Hero Clicks is brought to you by CoolStuffInc.com, where you can find cool stuff in stock every day, including all of your latest Hero Click singles and sealed products. So check them out at CoolStuffInc.com. Joining me in the studio today is my sexy ranch hand co-host and one of two of a fraternal sibling rivalry. <laughs> Called and asked what's going on. <laughs> I hope you like our new theme song. That was pretty great. Yeah, you like wow. that? It's so hard to, to keep that in when you don't warn, warn a guy. You're gonna... Oh, my God. This yeah. is our post-Valentine's uh, Day episode, so we will get into that in a little bit. But seriously, man, how are you doing? I'm doing great, Chris. Better now. Oh, wow. I needed that. Good. Uh, good. Glad to hear it. We also have a longtime listener guest, uh, one of our brand new friends. <laughs> David Cologne, what's going on? How are you, man? Hey, guys. How's it going? Um, I'm just really happy to be here. <laughs> Long time listener, big time. Thank you. We appreciate that. And for all of you out there that are listeners, I just want to say thank you again. But we've got a billion things to get through. So uh, let's start off with an interview. Then we'll go into some news. We'll play some Bad Samaritan, some casual comparisons, a little bit of Alter Ego, and then rounded out with some community so on to the interview david are you ready definitely all right so let's start off with this how did and when did you get into the game of hero clicks oh wow so this finally i can i can finally tell my story now <laughs> it's not gonna be too long but this um well i was always a longtime um comic book collector um, I went over to Fullerton over uh, in uh, Comic University, and um, he told me, hey, have you ever got into, uh, you, you like comic books, definitely, right? I was, like, I, I was like, yeah. And he's like, so would you have ever, like, you know, wanted to be a superhero with, like, powers and move, you know, move around the, like, this little poor, this board, you know, like, when you watch everyone play here, I'm like, ah, wasn't too much into it. Um, I, you know, I purchased my first booster with him, but, uh, I think I first started at, uh, Deadpool. I pulled a, uh, cable super rare and everyone's got all excited. I'm looking at everyone else. I'm like, Oh, did I get anything good? You know, I was one of those new, those newbies. <laughs> and, um, you know, he, he wanted me to watch a game and someone pulled a beyonder, uh, someone pulled, um, uh, I forgot what the super rare was, but uh, you know, they're playing, um, uh, little little by little, I, I wanted to get into it. I bought three more boosters. I started playing my first game uh, at Fullerton, uh, same place, Comic University. Enjoyed it my first time. Uh, played on played on till there. Um, from then on, I, I enjoyed it. I actually am starting to play a lot more now. Uh, I actually went to uh, Costa Mesa my first time at Majestics. Uh, played with some really really good you know really good players. Um, wanted to actually be a, a better player than I was before. So I, they, he moved his shop over to Orange, California, and pretty much the, the history is from there. <laughs> right on. Call it or hit it. 
All right. And what are some of your favorite pieces slash combos of pieces you like to play in here, Clicks? <laughs> so, um, man, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get so many people who are gonna be pointing their fingers at me. But you know, my favorite pieces out of the entire set for me is Flash. I like the whole Flash features. Um, I like Into King, uh, Goblin King. Um, for me, also Bizarro Green Arrow. Uh, a Batman, of course, you know, for me, it's Batman. Uh, I like Batman. I, I like playing only, like, uh, one or two uh, Hardy Quins. But uh, my favorite combo uh, I play would be two. Would be one, would be the team in uh, Goblin King. The other one uh, I like, and I, and I, you know, I, I thank David Alice for this one because I tried it a million times, and it's awesome. It's a finesse team. It's um, uh, Magneto, the uh, UXM um, Chase, uh, with uh, Jakeem. And the uh, X Men Gold on top of that. Okay, so this—it uh, sounds like you're a little bit varied, a little bit ranged here. So this may be a bit of a dumb question, but just for clarity's sake, uh, <laughs> typically, are you more of like a meta player or a casual player? Uh, I find myself some, uh, at the most being a competitive player. Um, I'm trying to—I'm trying to dim it down to um, being a casual as well. Because, you know, I do want to be competitive, uh, at, you know, in most events. But, you know, I do want to play casual a lot more because it's more fun. I agree wholeheartedly. Casual is the way to go, guys. <laughs> yeah, no, I definitely, you know, I, I, you know, for me, it's when, when I go to tournaments, main, I mean, you know, main regional tournaments, I, I, I'm in that competitive scene. But um, as far as playing, like, uh, at local venues, uh, for me, it's, it's casual. You know, when you play, like, the Metropolis theme team, uh, you play, like, a uh, Justice League, Justice Society. I mean, it's awesome. I just like all that all that theme team stuff. I do want to say you can definitely play theme teams in competitive. I have played a Metropolis competitive theme team before. I have, I have finished in top eight with an Inhumans keyworded team. Before. Nice. Wow. Oh, wow. So, David, what is your favorite format to play? Currently, right now, what's going on is uh, I like the format that's out right now from the Majestic's uh, circuit is uh, the 300-point Rock Age. Uh, Anything from Superman set from a Superman set to um, what uh, the set it is now. And it's uh, there's a band list uh, on top of that, which I like. Nice. Okay, so you briefly mentioned this earlier, but I just uh, wanted to know for sure. What, what's your usual venue? Where do you normally play? At uh, Majestic's over in uh, Orange, California. Oh, man, I haven't been out to California in years. Is it still bright and sunny over there? <laughs> oh, it's gorgeous out here. <laughs> uh, I'll make it back there one day. Hey, Paul- I invite you guys, you know, if you guys ever want to come down, you know, let, let, let me know. You know, we do have a lot of uh, regionals out here. For sure. I will Very definitely nice. let you know. Next time I'm in California, but uh, I, I didn't want to – this is going to come up here in a few months, but I'm getting ready to go to Europe and Egypt here in Egypt. a, a yeah. couple months. So uh, I don't know how the podcast is going to work while I'm there, but we'll figure it out. Whatever. Calder, <laughs> do, you have, uh, do you have any other questions before we move on? Uh, yeah, just a quick one. David, what is one power you always put on a team no matter what? Probability control. Very nice. <laughs> that's, that's a very, very good power, actually, to put on. I like to put leap and climb on every one of my oh, teams. Oh, per- personally. 
Um, I just I just don't feel like it's used enough, you know. So every one of my teams has leaping <laughs> Jake, that's true. Mo- moving on. Uh, let's get into some <laughs> news. And uh, as you guys know, we like to bring you up to date information about the game of Hero Clicks and other nerd related content. So uh, let's get into some fantastic news that has come out, uh, which I'm pretty excited for. Some of this. Let's start off with. The Marvel Hero Clicks Steal This Head Organized Play Kit. Uh, Calder, <laughs> you want to tell me what this is all about? Because it's a little weird. So, we got Silvermane. And if you've read a few of the Superior Foes of Spider-Man comics, you know, Silvermane is this, like, robot guy. Halfway through, I don't even know what happens, honestly. His head pops off. And have you seen, most of the time, he has, like, this little car... They, like, they put his head in like a little RV, art, little RC car. Anyways, I don't know, but I love it. <laughs> so you get a you get a silver mane, a black cat, and who who was the last piece? Uh, Speed demon. Speed demon, yeah. Speed demon. So it looks like we are gonna have re-sculpts or reuse of sculpts on Speed Demon and on Black Cat, but brand new sculpt and first time he's ever been clicked is Silver Mane. So that's interesting and. Uh, I'm guessing that at least one of these figures, I'm assuming Silvermane, will probably have the Sinister Syndicate team ability. Mm-hmm. Oh, or, I'm yeah. sorry. Uh, well, maybe team ability, but also keyword. Yeah. You also have uh, Black Cat's going to have the Spider-Man family. Could have the Spider-Man family. Could. And uh, it, it just depends on whether they're using this figure as fighting Spider-Man or if mm, yeah. she's on, Black, uh, on Spider-Man's team. This time, because you know Black Cat, she switches yeah. back and forth. I, I wonder how they're going to utilize the uh, Speed Demon before, because it usually they used to have an option on there or uh, or a trait for that for that uh, hypersonic. So I would love to see what you know what they're going to be bringing that to the table. I guess we'll find out. Uh, right now, we don't have dials or anything like that. We just have this uh, WizKids pseudo article there's like six sentences involved in this. yeah actually not much not, not even that much but um i guess we'll find out so news incoming let's move on uh we did get first look at a few figures from the batman animated series set which i'm exceptionally excited Ooh, about yeah. as you guys yep <laughs> from uh previous episodes but um david you you got to see these right yep i did i did uh, let me know what four figures that we are looking at here? Um, we're the one. The one I like is there, there's Clayface. Oh yeah. Uh, there is the um. Oh man, the names are killing me on this one. But the stealth, uh, all black uh, Batman. Do you guys think that that's just a non-painted Batman? I was assuming it was non-painted, but it might be a stealth Batman. I was it, it, it would assumption. be pretty yeah, pretty good to have the stealth one. Yeah, if they have the stealth Batman. Okay. What else we got? Uh, we have the uh, uh, the puppet uh, gangster. Uh, ah, I forgot his name. Scarface. <laughs> his name. Actually, huh? Scarface. That's his name. Scarface. Um, there we go. Which is insane because I don't know if he's ever been clicks before. Do you guys know? No, I don't think so. Yeah, especially he looks like he's like sitting in a pile of rubble by himself too, and doesn't even have the um. One dude carrying him. He, look, so this he looks, looks like he'd be a tiny. Yeah. Oh, definitely gonna be a tiny. I can see that for sure. Um, 
I'm really, really excited about this figure because I don't. There's just so much about this set. It brings back those nostalgic feels, and yeah. Ooh, yeah. I remember Scarface from the show, and I remember how crazy he was. By the way, I don't think that he's ever been clicked. So I just looked it up, um, but. He's insane, or maybe the guy that's puppeteering him. I don't. Yeah, the ventriloquist. Yeah, that dude. So who knows what's going on with this figure? But so I guess we'll see. So, uh, Chris, uh, I was thinking about this piece, and I, you know how I was saying that he's tiny. What sure. if what if this is uh what if this is a setup to uh, a figure of like um uh, like uh, like a penguin, where it's ventriloquist. And it's mm. attached to him. Power action to bring him down, either give him empower, empower perplex, uh, probability control, or even mind control for free. At this point, any guess is a good guess, realistically. Mm. So, I, I mean, I guess we'll see. And the last figure coming in is a figure that I had to do a little bit of research into because I, I could not remember who this was. But someone on Twitter was nice enough to point out who it was, and that's actually the Grey Ghost. And he appeared in one episode of the animated series, but was mentioned in so- somewhat in not only the Justice League series, but also the Batman Beyond series. Very cameo-like, but he's basically, as far as the animated Batman series goes, he's the inspiration for Bruce Wayne becoming batman oh yeah so he was a movie star and uh i guess he he stopped being a movie star but bruce wayne started buying up the memorabilia of this guy acting in movies and then later on down the line this guy actually ended up being like a an an actual hero Maybe using the same name and stuff like that. Um, so he's like a cameo figure most of the time. Hmm. Oh, yeah, nice. yeah. I can see him having that special power where it's probably going to be perplex and uh, perplex up anybody with the uh, Batman keyword. I, I could see that. Um, I don't know exactly what he's going to do, but... I'm assuming stealth and like some outwitter perplex. That's probably mm-hmm. what's gonna be, uh, for sure. So clay faced. I mean that one. That that figure. I mean that sculpt is amazing. It looks so good, and oh gosh, man, I'm gonna spend so much money on this set. <laughs> um, oh yep. And especially after seeing how close the sculpts look to the actual animation of the show, like yeah, how good those look. It looks good. Well done, Wiz Kids. Well done. All right, moving on. We've got uh, a first look at some of the figures from the Avengers Infinity set. Uh, Calder, you want to tell me about those? We got a really cool look at Adam Warlock with some really nice flashy stuff going on. A flying car, which is probably just a generic shield flying car, but I am, fingers crossed, hoping we get a Lola. You know, because it's kind of fun. Anyways, if not, throw some red paint on her. Either way. And then we got, and just on this most recent picture you sent me, we got a new uh, photon, the Captain Marvel ship, before she actually turns into Captain Marvel. A space Nick Fury, like one with a helmet. 
which looks really awesome also. And then Eternity, I think yeah, that, yeah, that's yeah, the same, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. He looks cool. I love love that sculpt. It's great. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, also, a couple things just to note. Uh, that photon looks like it is a super rare. The Nick Fury looks like it's going to be an uncommon. The Eternity looks like it's a unique. So yeah. I wonder what that's going to be about. Uh, Eternity and the flying car are both two by two figures, so that's I can't remember how many are in the set, but that's two of them confirmed right there. Don't forget like, our nameless shirtless man in his underpants. Yeah, who is that? Please, <laughs> some listener out there, tell us who this dude is. Because I, <laughs> I was even like, I was doing research earlier trying to figure out who this is, and I was like, oh, it's Infinity. So maybe I'll just type in Infinity Watch, go to Villains, figure out who Infinity Watch fought. No, no I, I don't know who this dude is. <laughs> yep, so I, I have them up on the Facebook. If anyone wants to check those out and see, yeah, tell us who this guy is. I have no idea. He's got like some pulsing stuff going out of his hand. He's got long hair, beard, blue trunks. I don't, yeah, I have no idea. But uh, well, at least we else. see the awesome. car, the way the car looks. I mean, now we get you know uh, an idea of why those boxes look the way they do. Oh well, yeah, it's yeah that's how true. wide they are. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's obviously the weirdest brick that they've made to date. Yeah. Yep, that's <laughs> that's so true. Okay, let's head on to the next section, which is going to be uh, an article that Calder found. Um, Calder, tell me about it. Uh, since I know I'm one of the few people that really liked Spider-Man 3, uh, I mean, I love the Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies overall. This is an article uh, by Thomas Sidney Church kind of talking about what it was like being Sandman and maybe where that character can go in the future which I was very interested in. So I love Sandman. He is my favorite Spider-Man villain. He's right up there with Kraven the Hunter and stuff. But Sandman me is like, oh, that's a pretty cool villain. I loved him in Spider-Man 3. Y'all can say whatever you want, but <laughs> me. And uh, he was kind of talking about maybe potentially coming back to the role, and I was, I was getting a little excited about that in the MCU. As always, we will link the links to... Uh, any videos or articles that we find in our podcast notes that you can find wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, so you can click on those and check out what we're talking about. But, David, what do you think about this guy possibly coming back, maybe? Um, like I was saying, we, like, we know what you guys, uh, back and forth, it could, you know, he, he was a really good Sandman in a sense. I mean, he was a little bit, uh, for, you know, Calder's gonna eat me on this one, but I mean, for me, it's it's um, he was a little soft for me as far as um the Sandman goes. I mean, you I would have. You say he was a little, a little soft bit. for you, <laughs> like sand. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> hey, there you go. No, no, but just his character in general, I would have liked to see a little bit more from him. Um, when he, you know, I understand the way that he was. Um, you know, he was dealing with his family. But dealing with Spider-Man and stuff, I would have liked to see a little I'm, bit more. I'm just saying, his daughter had cancer. That's the same. You'd be a little soft. But... No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no. I'm not saying I'm not saying soft as far as the family-wise, but you know his uh, his anger and his um his powers uh, with um with Spider-Man could have been a little bit more um better. The way that the way you know the way they portrayed it uh, as far as um you know like in, in Hero Click they. The way they had him set up uh, with his barriers 
Um, it would have been nice to see more of uh, Hammers, to see him more of, you know, uh, of a beatdown. I would like to see Spider-Man more of, you know, um, not in control of him. It felt a little bit more like he wasn't was in control of Sandman throughout the movie. Mm. I my guess is they probably will not let this actor replay Sandman, um, but I guess there is a possibility of him returning or coming to the MCU. I guess we'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, I was not a huge fan of that Sandman, but I love Sandman as a character. So I would love, love to see Sandman in the next Spider-Man film with Tom Holland. Like, that would be insane. But yes. I, you know, you, you never know. The MCU and Disney Marvel Studios, they do some crazy stuff with their movies that I did not see coming. Case in point, the new Black Panther movie. Not going to spoil much about it at all, but um, it's, <laughs> it's pretty insane. It's great. And people need to see that. So, Calder, what are, what are you doing with your life, man? We need to talk about it. I've this. seen it. No, I've seen it. Oh, you did? I didn't yeah. Know we won't get into it now, but uh, we'll, talk, <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about it later. I know, I know. I shouldn't go bowling. I hate having friends that want to do things other than watch movies. I agree, Chris. I agree. <laughs> what is bowling, really? <laughs> I, I can tell you what it's not, and that's watching Black Panther. That's some One solid of the best logic ever. Right there. Got me there. <laughs> Uh, all, right. all right, moving on. We've got a trailer, a new trailer, for something that we've talked about and gushed over for a while now. Pacific Rim 2, which is called The Uprising or something like that. Oh, my God, I'm excited about this movie. Calder, please agree with me. Oh, no, I do. <laughs> it looks amazing. <laughs> so what's new about this trailer is... Basically nothing. They just added a little bit more Jaeger footage and, like, how they're moving oh, around fuck. and a little bit of fighting and stuff like that. Disregarding the junkyard Jaeger and how cool that is. It's it's so good, man. I, I want to see this movie so badly. Ugh. Um, yep. David, are you, are you a huge fan of... Oh, most definitely. Uh, I've, I've always wanted to buy the entire set of Pacific Rim for Heroclix. Uh, because of the this just the movie in general is amazing. I love it. And um, me and Calder, you know, I was talking. I was talking to Calder, and um, I love the story because there's not just one or two. Like there's I don't know, there's not one, but two different stories to this movie, and it's awesome because not only do you have the conflict of the of the Jaegers against the Kaiju, um, the, uh, the Kaiju coming back, but you also have that conflict between the Jaegers. You know, different countries, like we we're talking about Civil War. I mean, I love that because now they're not all, uh, as far as unity-wise, they're they're more uh, divided. And I like that because it brings more of a story back into it. I, I agree wholeheartedly. I think this movie is going to be quite a bit different than the first one. And it's probably needed, but I just really want to see a bunch of robots fighting gigantic monsters. Like, it's a popcorn flick for sure. And I could not be more excited about this movie. Definitely. And, you know, anybody that wants to watch it, <laughs> I would definitely watch it on Dolby Cinema. I, I listened to that trailer in Dolby Cinema. Oh, that was that was sweet goodness. Mm. <laughs> sweet goodness. That's what they used to call me in prison. <laughs> what? 
Just kidding. I've never been to prison, but I like that joke, so I'm going to keep using it. Moving on. <laughs> Bad Samaritan. <laughs> um, Bad Samaritan is a game where Speaking if you've never – if you're turning tuning in to uh, Dial H for Here Links for the first time, Bad Samaritan is a game where we – by we, I mean me. I choose three modern age figures, and uh, there are three rounds involved. I have a list of 20 clues in front of me. Calder has a random number generator. Our guest, David, and Calder are going to have three rounds to guess what that figure is based off of the clues I have in front of me. And uh, any excuse to basically use a sound clip that I have so we can have a showdown. <laughs> All right, call to give me a number. Saddle up your horse, boy. <laughs> <laughs> number 20. Yeehaw. Wait, really? Off the yeah. bat? Yeah. All right, what? so... 17 through 20 are free plays on the list of 1 through 20. You can choose any one clue that you would like from this list. These list this list includes things such as name keyword, generic keyword, set, set number, rarity, those kinds of clues. So, what do you guys want to know about this figure? Oh, man. Calder, uh, what do you think? Uh, I like name keyword or set the most. So yeah, I think we can narrow it down maybe more with a set first. We'll go with set. Yes. Okay. Set. Locked in? Yes. Yes, sir. <laughs> All right. So we are going to go with, by the way, listener, if you would like to play along, go ahead and pause the, pause the podcast after you hear the clue of what we give you. Make your own guess and uh, press play. See if you're right. This clue is going to be the most recent X-Men set. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, Rusty. Oh, great. <laughs> oh, man. One thing I didn't study on. Oh, man. It uh, did drop. So uh, just a little bit of additional dude. rules for this game. As long as the set is out and it's modern, it is fair game for me to choose. So. <laughs> Good one. Oh, man. Uh, I remember, so if we name a figure, it's... It's it covers perfect. all of them. You say Cyclops, all, okay. all the Cyclopses. All right, so Cyclops I'm going to go with um, the one thing I've always wanted, maybe Iceman? Okay. David locked in with Iceman? Yes. Uh, Calder, what about you? Uh, Rusty. Rusty locked in? Ha, nice. Hey, guess what? I have sound clips for this. Oh. <laughs> Survey says... Oh, man. <laughs> cool. I think, I, I think I'm going to like this new soundboard. Just uh, <laughs> the buzzing. Oh, the buzzing. Uh, All right. It. Let's move on to round number two. Round number two. Draw. <laughs> 17. Yes. 17. Yes. Once again, a free play. So what additional information would you like to know about this figure? Ooh, Nate, call her. I picked it. Tell Your us. Turn. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Name keyword is probably going to be the best. That way it'll tell us whether it's a new mutant, an X-Men, whatever. Yes. That'll, I think, help the most. All, All right, so, name keyword locked in? Yep. Yes. <laughs> X-Men. X-Men, okay. Oh. That doesn't help as much. Oh. Uh, Dude, I don't know. Oh, I say this every time that we play Bad Samaritan, but... This is my week, guys. I'm sweeping this week. 
Oh man. I never sweep. I I never sweep. <laughs> uh shoot. Uh I probably gonna go with um the only one I actually know maybe would be one of my favorite ones I had, uh uh Darwin. Okay. Darwin locked in for David. What about you, Calder? I hate Chris. <laughs> uh, I really wish I would have bought any of this set or looked at any of this set besides the four figures I chose to cover. So we're going to go with... Uh, who is an angel ripoff guy? Oh. You know what I'm thinking about? The... Um, Wings. I'll, I'll just save you some time. Icarus is who you're talking about. Icarus is Icarus. Who I'm talking about. All right, locked in with Icarus. Yes. Yes. All right. Yes. Survey says. Oh. <laughs> All right. All right. Moving on to round three. Calder, give me a number. Fourteen. Fourteen. Opening attack power. Your opening attack power is blank. Oh, <laughs> man. <laughs> this is the week, guys. This is the week. Not going to happen. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I'm trying to think right now. Oh, man. Did a, did a Nole have one? Or a Nole? I don't even oh, know who that chick is. Oh, That's man. a dude. Dude. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know what that name is to anyone. My bad. I don't know oh, if anybody knows how to pronounce his name, by the way. I pulled this one before. Hold on. It's, um... I guarantee you pulled an X-Men figure. Don't, don't get me wrong. It's got to be, <laughs> be an ex-student, right? Didn't they have more, no, uh, yeah. a, couple of di- or a couple of starters? Oh, man. I don't know if it was ex-student or ex-trainee, but it's got to be one of those. I pulled off one of them. Oh, the multiple dial ones. Yes. Oh, man. Um, 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 shoot. I can't, I can't remember. Um, X training maybe would have it. Students. Um, I don't know. I would, I mean, students. Oh, man. So there are. X trainee oh. and X student are both different oh. individual characters. I, I know who you're talking about. I'm just trying to save you guys a little bit of time. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, I'm just gonna go with maybe my first gut. I mean, maybe trainee, X trainee. I think, yeah. Okay. Locked in for David. X trainee. I'm gonna lock that in. Yeah, I'm gonna try uh, that. All right. I'm gonna go with like, only other person I know in this set. I'm gonna go with Maury McTaggart. <laughs> Moira McTaggart, locked in for Calder. Survey says... Oh, I'm going to take this round, guys. Zero, zero, nine. Husk. Husk. <laughs> of course. Husk. Oh, man. Which, by the way, is a fantastic remake. The old one from, like, the Wolverine and the X-Men set. Like, overcosted. And for a... Character that no one even knows and no one even wants to play. Way too many points that you would not want to invest in that character. This one's 40 points. That's that's doable. It is doable. Let's move on to figure number two. Calder, give me a number. All right. Number 11. 
Oof. Number 11 is Name of Trait. Ah, oh, crap. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, Name of Trait is Literal Hive of Scum and Villainy. Oh, oh. Hive. Um, Queen Bee. Queen Bee locked uh, in? Um, was it, what's her name? <laughs> oh, man, it had to be Queen Bee. It, it's from the Hardy Quinn set. Um. Oh, it's definitely uh, possibly Queen Bee. Ah, uh, shoot. I think her name was Queen Bee. <laughs> oh, right. man. I know who you're talking about. I can't remember her name. I'll, I'll look it up real quick. But it... Okay. Uh, uh, it's got to be Queen Bee. Yeah, that's that's the first thing out of my mind. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go okay. for it. <laughs> yeah. Call to about you. I'll say Swarm, the only bee-related character I can think of. Ooh. Okay. Uh, we got Queen Bee and Swarm locked in. And based off of that keyword, makes a lot of sense. But survey says... Oh. Well, how about that? <laughs> Round two. Give me a number. Four. Four. Set number. Huh. That's that's not... Yeah, that's not helpful. No. Um, number 29. Oh. 29. <laughs> oh, jeez. 29. Um, Literal hive of scum and villainy. 29. I know they had hive troopers in Harley Quinn, but I don't think any of them were uncommons. Uh, uh, Literal no, hive. Yeah, um, Literal hive of scum and villainy. Oh, man, literal hive. Um, shoot, not scarecrow. It can't be scarecrow. Literal no hive. Um, number twenty-nine. That's an uncommon for sure. I yes. don't know if it's from Holly Quinn. Wow, we would really need Seth. That would be really nice. Literal hive. Oh man! <laughs> oh, what about the superior boats? Um, there were some. Who would be a hive superior foes? Not not the Vermin. Serpent Society. Oh, oh, Vermin maybe actually. Vermin. Hmm. Vermin has. You guys to be... want to hear my favorite thing that I found on the soundboard so far? What is that? Oh wow. <laughs> Does that not get you in the mood to play Bad Samaritan right there? Oh, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. The only one I remember is Vermin, uh, Rat King, Swarm, Hive. I mean... Uh, hmm. Literal Hive of Scum and Vill No, 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 wait. Wait, I know, I think I know who this is. 29, oh, he's 29, that might be a bit much. There was a super rare in Ninja Turtles, and he was a bug. Lord, uh... Lord Dreg. Lord Dreg. Ha! That's, that's uh, it, lock that in. You're gonna lock that in, yeah, okay, I'll lock it. was like the one super rare I pulled. I'll lock it, um, uh, Rat King for me. Okay, I think it's, uh, I think it's Lord Dreg. <laughs> 
Rat King for David and Lord Dreg for Calder locked in? Yes. Survey says? That's the right answer. Which one? By, by the way. <laughs> um, that's going to be 029 from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle set. Lord Dreg. Oh, yes. Nice. Good job. That was good. All right. Calder is very good at Bad Samaritan, so... That's awesome. Uh, whatever. All right. Ooh. Thanks for taking my sweep, Calder. Ah, uh, you're welcome. Uh, yeah. Anything I can do to set cosmic <laughs> scales. All right. All right. Moving on. Figure number three. Give me a number. Number 20. Yes. Yes. Free play again. Want to go set, uh, David? Yep. We got to go set. Got to go set. I've got sweet whisper, or no, careless whisper stuck in my head now. Um, it's going to be Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Heroes in a Half Shell is the set. Nice. Um, shoot. All right. Foot Ninja. That was okay. the second one? Is that right? Is it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, number two. Two. Okay, uh, Foot Ninja locked in. I think that'll cover four figures. I will go with... I don't know if this is two or three, but Apolex, the white wolf thing. Apolex. Um, Alopex? Is that what Apopex, you're talking about? Yeah, something like that. Okay. Um, all right. Survey says. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, all right. Gotta go. You, gotta you go are back. right. Alopex is part of uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles oh, Heroes okay. in a Half Shell set. Um, but that's not the figure. Oh, sad. Okay. <laughs> Give me a number. Fourteen. Fourteen. Opening attack power. Hmm. It is a special attack power. Oh man. Um. Dude, I'm thinking. April or April O'Neil. Special attack power. Hmm. Uh, oh man. That's a good one. <laughs> I will go with Irma. Irma locked in for Calder. What about you, David? I'm going to go for April O'Neil. All right. Locked in. Survey says. Oh. Dang. Give me a number. All right. Last one. 18. Yes. 18 yeah. is a free play as well. What do you want to know? Go ahead, Calder. Yeah, so we can choose keyword. Well, that'll let us do. know if it's a villain or an ally. But if we get an ally, that's still all the turtles. Uh, yeah. And, yeah. Um, I would go with maybe set number. That way we kind of vary it down like to comments and uncommons. See, you have to assume I, I know what's in a Ninja Turtle set. Okay, we'll go with set oh, number. Oh, shoot. <laughs> okay, so set number decided? Yes. 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 All right, well, we, we are looking at number... 32. 32. I got it. Oh, I got it. I just, That's I just, oh, Chase. man, I was going to pick this before. I knew it. <laughs> you know it? Yes, yes. Oh, yes. Finally, the one that I actually know. <laughs> I What's that? It. I studied this set. It's got to be, uh, uh, gr the, uh, the fat guy. Uh, Gridex. Gridex? Uh, Gridex? Is that who you're talking about? Yes. Okay. 
Uh, Grinnick's locked in for David. What about you, Calder? Uh, since it's definitely Chase, I will go with the whichever one Leo was. He was like he had a whip. I don't know. I have no idea what the name is. It was like an energy whip turtle thing. That that one. Graviturtle. Uh, Graviturtle. There you go. Yeah. How can I miss All that? Right. Locked in with Graviturtle and Gridex. Come on, no Shelectro. <laughs> <laughs> Survey says. Oh, got it. Zero, 32. From the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles heroes in a half shell set is going to be your chase. Gridex. Yes. yes! <laughs> well done. Well done. Nice. Good job. Good job. All right, man. We all got a point this week. All right. Uh, Turtles picks, Chris. Those were killing me there. Uh, Well, to be fair, there was a new season of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles that dropped on Hulu, and I've been watching it recently, so I've had, like, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles on my mind. And in the most recent uh, order from Cool Stuff, Inc., I finally managed to get my hands on the $32 figure michelangelo from the idw turtles i cannot believe he's still 32 dollars but oh my gosh but i finally managed to complete the the uh quartet (laughs) nice i was i was really excited about that all right well let's move on to another segment that is popular when we have a guest on the show and that that segment is called Casual Comparisons. Casual Comparisons is a segment where we choose three figures, and they are all the same universe iterations of a character. We talk about them, see what the the most flavor-wise version of that character that we can get, discuss it, vote on it, and see what is Dial H's official version of that character. So, this week, our guest David has chosen the character... Bruce Banner, the Hulk from 616. So, uh, why don't you start us off, David? Tell us what Hulk you chose. Tell us about their dial. And tell us why you chose us. Chose that figure. Oh, okay. Uh, it is going to be the uh, starter set from the uh, Mighty Thor. Uh, it's going to be 106, um, the 50-point uh, uh, version of Hulk. He has um, 10, uh, 10, uh, 10 uh, movement, uh, leap and climb. He has 12 stu- uh, super strength. Uh, 18 impervious, uh, no defensive uh, ability, but uh, he does have a thing, a, a trait called Hulk Smash. Uh, when Hulk moves after action resolve, he can use Quake at no cost. Um, the reason why I chose this is because a uh, one of them would be he has an Avengers keyword. He fits really well on a on a, on a Avengers casual and competitive team where you can run 10 squares. Uh, get it to where you can actually hit more than one guy, but he can run 10 squares and quake for free. He has super strength, so you can push him against the wall, so you do four damage, and you actually do one more for, for, for smashing into the wall. Right on. So why did you choose this figure? I uh, I like Hulk. Uh, I didn't like the fact that they uh, <laughs> took out the AOU Hulk. Uh, that was one of my favorite ones. Or the... Um, the, oh yeah, see, yeah, the Avengers, uh, um, the Avengers movie set, uh, Hulk, the 300, 300.1. So uh, I've always wanted a, a good, a good version of Hulk for me, for me. Uh, and this one was actually a pretty good one because you can run up ten squares uh, and basically smash. <laughs> it was a good, it was a good version of him. That's what he does. He runs and smash. 
Right on. Right on. Uh, Calder, why don't you tell me who you chose to talk about? All right, I chose ADW021 Hulk. This is a gray Hulk, just so we know. He's got Brute Monster. He's 75 points. Uh, only special combat symbol is Indom. And he's got two traits. Number one, leave Hulk alone at the beginning of your turn. If Hulk was targeted with an attack since your last turn, place an anger token on his card. If Hulk wasn't targeted with an attack since your last turn, remove an anger token from this card. After placing or removing anger tokens, if Hulk has five or more anger tokens, he's immediately KO'd. And then the other trait is Super Strength. Now that sounds like a bad trait, but just, just give me hold on here for a second. Top dial, he's got sidestep, 7 movement, 10 attack, 17 defense, invincible, 4 damage. Keeps all those same values until click 3. And then he picks up Battle Fury from click 2 to click 6. And then on the second half of his dial, he has a 6 charge with Steel Energy, 18 defense with Impervious, and like I said, he has 4 damage all the way through. He hits like a truck. The Steel yeah. Energy is amazing. And he's got traded Super Strength this look like, I feel like that trade is a huge nerf to him or whatever. That just makes him cost less, honestly. Hulk is ser- this Hulk is seriously a beast and a tank. Like he actually really feels like how Hulk should play, and he hits so friggin' hard. So True. that's what. Why exactly did you choose him? Because he hits so hard. Because well, because hey, I like a Hulk to always have four damage. I don't think you should ever have three. I mean, he is he's Hulk after all. Sure. Just saying. And then, obviously, another big thing for me for Hulk to have is traded super strength. I'll, I'll be, I'll be honest. The sidestep right away it hurts him a little, a little. But man, is he? He's a tank. He can take a ton of damage. Mm-hmm. The whole Hulk is sorry, replacing anger token thing eh, that really rarely ever comes into effect, you know. But I like the the anger building in him. It's it's doesn't play off as other Hulks play. But I've played this Hulk in Sealed a bunch of times. I pulled him like twice once in Sealed. And then I've had the chance to play on a few homebrew games. And this is the brute monster, part of no teams, just Hulk just destroying things. And I just, I like that. Right on. Okay, so I'm going to move on to mine. And uh, I'm a little biased on this. And by a little, I mean a lot because I've played this figure so many times. (laughs) But uh, I want to talk about... Nick Fury, number 52, super rare Hulk. Now, this is a massive increase in points. Um, so David chose a Hulk that's 100 points. No, I'm sorry, 50 points, right? That's what the starting line you would run him at. Mm-hmm. Uh, Calder chose a 75-point Hulk. I chose a 300-point Hulk. <laughs> Here's why. To me... Uh, Hulk is by far one of the most powerful on-the-ground superheroes in Marvel Comics. We're talking a character that can go toe-to-toe and beat, sometimes, sometimes not, Thor, uh, Juggernaut, uh, can completely smash the thing. Like, it's not a big deal. So, to me, a Hulk needs to be crazy powerful, right? Mm -hmm. Since we are talking about... Casual comparisons, uh, the 616 version of Bruce Banner, so we have to automatically out the uh, AOU Hulk, which would probably win if, you know, it were a choice in the rules of casual comparisons. But um, let's talk about this 300-point Hulk. 
Now, this is during a timeline, a uh, storyline, where he was working for S.H.I.E.L.D., and that's why he has this, uh, he has a set of armor on. And the agreement was that if S.H.I.E.L.D. just left him alone and let him work as Bruce Banner and help them as Bruce Banner, then he could, like, hulk out and then be used by S.H.I.E.L.D. to go and smash stuff when he needed to smash stuff as the Hulk. So they kind of had him on a leash, um, but it was an agreed-upon leash. So that's where he's at in the storyline. Hmm. So you're talking about an 11 uh, speed with charge, 11 attack with quake, 18 defense with impervious. He does have indom. He has five base damage top dial with a special damage power that says researching the Hulk with shield. When Hulk clears one or more action tokens, place a research token on the card of a friendly character with the shield keyword. That does include himself, by the way. He has the shield keyword. Even if this power is lost, great, by the way, that they put that in there, friendly characters can remove a research token from their card to use Outwit until your next turn. All right? He is traded super strength, just like Calder wanted. And he also has improved movement, ignores hindering terrain, ignores blocking terrain, and destroys it as he moves through it, which to me is exactly what a Hulk should do. There is nothing that should stop the Hulk in my head. In my head. Um, but to make it a little bit better, because you're talking about a 300-point dial, so he's got to have something crazy, right? You don't want to invest that many points into you know, one character unless they do yeah. something crazy. So... What do you have for 300 points? Not one, not two, but three stop clicks. And not only are they stop clicks, but there's some special wording in the stop click that makes it even more ridiculous. So on click uh, three, six, and nine, by the way, it's an 11-click long dial, which is exactly what the Hulk should have because he's the Hulk. Um, He has a special wording stop click that says, uh, obviously it's a stop click, but if he takes damage, you roll a d6. One to two, he can use invulnerability for that attack. Three through four, he can use invincible for that attack. Five or six, ignore the damage dealt. It should also be um, noted in this power. It says this power can't be countered or ignored. Now, that's like a given based off of how they reworded like stop clicks with the new rules and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But you're talking about an anti pulse wave Hulk with a stop click that if you roll a five or six, even if they pulse wave you, he just goes, yeah, I don't care. (laughs) Yep. Uh, And, you know, by the way, he has that special damage power for one, two, three, four, five of his clicks. They're spread out through his dial, but, um, he does have outwit every once in a while. He has the shield team ability. Um, he does have a stop click on click three where he has 19 defense with six base damage, 12 attack, and 11 speed with flurry. You're probably already going to be based next to somebody at that point. So they hit you. You hit a, end up on a stop click, and you flurry for 12 damage in one turn. Yeah. Or... Or uh, 14, if you have a heavy object, in one turn. This is exactly what the Hulk should do. 
Um, other than his last click, he never do dips below a 10 attack. Um, he's got Battle Fury on the clicks that he doesn't have the ability to outwit other characters. Uh, this is just a solid, solid Hulk, and I will continue to use this Hulk probably for years. So, let's get on to the, uh, I guess, voting aspect of this segment. You guys already know what I'm voting for, so I just want to know what you guys are voting for. All right, for. so hear me <laughs> out, Chris. It was great that you spent three minutes talking about your Hulk, and I love him, but he is wearing armor, and that's big. It's really messing with me. You don't like the armor? I really don't like the armor. <laughs> also, no brute keyword, but that's just me. I understand scientists use a woke Hulk and all, but... See, I don't want to go for Chris's, even though he explained it so well. And, it like, he has a completely valid point, but I mean... Yep. Armor. So, that's my weak <laughs> argument against uh, Chris's. Would it change your mind if you knew... That his improved movement was called Hulk and Poet of Smash? <laughs> Maybe a little. Maybe a little. Oh, damn. That's cool. That's just cool. Oh. Well? I... You think on that for a second. We'll go to David. David, <laughs> tell me uh, which one you are going to choose here. What's your vote? Um... Man, <laughs> like Calder said, you you actually have a lot of valid points as far as like the Hulk being a stop collect and, and you know he does wear armor. But here's my thing: just just uh, looking at the character as far as uh, what Hulk is. Yeah, he doesn't have brutes, but the uh, you're right. You know, um, I, for my vote, you know, truly because it is the way the Hulk. Uh, the way the Hulk is, I would definitely choose um, uh, Chris's. Yes! By the way, second stop click also has 12 attack and 5 damage. Just pointing that out. Those stop clicks are nasty. <laughs> He's so good. Calder, I, I want to hear your vote, even though you're outvoted right now, I think. I'm going to be completely honest. It was always I was always going to vote for Chris's Hulk. But, uh, so I just don't want to, honestly, at this point. Why? We're friends. I <laughs> no, my, my vote is for the uh, Nick Fury Hulk. Mm -hmm. It's a good, it's a really good Hulk, and I, it's, it's not, it's good, it's good. I will say this, if you are not a stickler for flavor, and you want to spend 300 points on a Hulk, you need to pick the AOU Hulk. Yes. It's too good not to use, and it beats this one hands down. Very true. But in the you know in the context of Bad Samaritan, if you were talking about comic accurate Hulks from Six One Six, man, this is the one to go with. I I love this one, and uh, you guys know how much I like playing Avengers Roundtable with the Ant Man box set and the stupid stuff that you can do. How easily you can get to the end of an Avengers Roundtable. Yep. Do you know how dumb it is to bring in this Hulk with an ant? <laughs> yeah. Um, it's it's fantastic. <laughs> oh, and I'm gonna throw this out there. I've seen someone hit that uh, that end dial, and they brought out uh, uh, a King Thor. Ooh. I I have done the same. Oh, it it wow. just takes um, 
a little bit of finesse, but it's actually not that hard if you use the legacy box set. Because you just generate so many ants and just throw them at people and just expect them to take damage, and it just pushes your Avengers roundtable down dial super quickly, especially if your opponent is dumb enough to do something like a pulse wave that has, like, four ants inside of it. Like, that's yep. four clicks immediately. Like, And you also okay, have thanks. Gertrude and Old Lace. If you have Gertrude and Old Lace and you actually have uh, Jane Foster near her to, to heal her, uh, you also have Devil Dinosaur, Tyrannus, uh, Penguin. You throw those out there. I mean, Devil Dinosaur maybe not, but Tyrannus and everything else that has zero points. Yeah, I can see that. Pulse Wave them, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, it's it's dumb. But All right. That is Dial H's official Hulk. Let's move on. We have another segment. Calder, take it away. Do we? No, I'm sorry. Yeah, we have another segment called Alter Egos. I choose the alter ego of a character that has been made in Hero Clicks. Past, present, obviously not future. And then I give them the alter ego, and they try to guess whose name it belongs to. What what superhero or supervillain is this character? And uh, I'll give them some hints if they can't get it right away. If for some <laughs> reason... They, they are completely knowledgeable about every single real name of every character that's ever existed here at this form. I have only ever gotten this correct once. <laughs> that is true. Oh, man. So, without further ado, because I love guys named Frank, alter ego of this character, the, the real name, is Frank Schlichting. Wow. Um, can you use that in a sentence? I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, what's the last name again? Schlichting. Schlichting? I was driving on the road, and the roads were very schlichting. Wow. The ice. <laughs> the ice caused me to schlick. No, I'm sorry to figure out how I... I started schlicking on the ice. Of oh. someone I think is named Frank. I'm going to go with Constrictor. David, wow. do you have a guess? Um, you said ice slick. Um, <laughs> oh. I go with those maybe clues. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Maybe go with uh, Iceman. <laughs> I like that version of Iceman. If there is a Frank Schlichting Iceman, no, it is Constrictor. Is it really? <laughs> yes, it is. yes, you know it. I... Yes, that's two. That's two in the history. Um, you uh, know the only reason that I know this is because. Uh, this back, man, this, oh God, I'm dating myself back when, <laughs> by the way, I found my girlfriend told me that I have like 30 gray hairs today. And I was like, what? No, why? <laughs> um, that's not important. Why I know this figure's name is Frank. That's the only reason I know his name is Frank is during right after the civil war storyline where Iron Man is like head of shield and the Avengers initiative has begun. And there's like supposedly a superhero group stationed in every single state. Um, Constrictor played a pretty decent role in that storyline with uh, Diamondback. Mm. So, yep. And she was always like, Frank this, Frank that. And I was like, uh, okay, I know his name's Frank. That was it. That's all <laughs> I had. So that was just a really good guess. Wow, that's good. good that was job. a good guess. Good job. <laughs> all right. So, 
That was part of the initiative, yes. And they, they are pretty cool on an initiative theme team. Uh, also angry that they didn't give the new Diamondback initiative, but whatever. Uh, I did just click on his uh, figure, and he does have the initiative keyword. So good on you, whiz kids. <laughs> but um, all right, let's move on. Uh, we hope that we entertain you guys. Uh, we appreciate when you guys uh, tweet in and message in. But you know, hey, if uh, consider consider supporting us on Patreon. We use the value for value model. So if you feel like we make your week a little bit brighter, help out the podcast and our community. Rank up your heroic level every month for your permanent title. Uh, details on our Patreon page. So go check that out. Let's move on to lastly community and. We had a pretty decent community question this week. I uh, think so. Um, let me pull that up real quick. The community question was, which superhero couples do you like the most? Which couples do you hate? And which characters would you like to see actually become a couple? And this was in the vein of it being Valentine's Day week, so just thought that it was, uh, you know, prudent. Calder, you want to start us off on Facebook? Absolutely. We got Tim Sear saying the greatest couple in the Marvel Universe is Thanos and Death. <laughs> Depths upon which he wishes to prove his love. And then finally just give up. She gives him a kiss. It's like the evil notebook. And a couple, I like that, the evil notebook. Uh, a couple <laughs> I hate is Magneto and Rogue. I have age concerns. I think everybody should. <laughs> and uh, characters to become a couple would be Flash and Scarlet Witch. Imagine them around family holidays. What? <laughs> okay. All right. Actually, let's uh, let's start in the studio from my end. David, do you want to tell me what your answers would be for this? Uh, okay. Um, when I I think I signed on to this one. Uh, my mine was how um, Deadpool and um, Death. I just like okay. the way that he was infatuated with Death <laughs> every time he died. So, who would you like to see become a couple? Um, man, I would, it's, uh, shoot, <laughs> it's gotta be for me, I would, um, maybe Batman and, uh, Wonder Woman. Okay. We never really I feel got like they've teased that about a million times in the comics over the years. Exactly, and I would, come on, <laughs> that'll push it forward, but, you know, Batman's not gonna, it's not gonna reign over, um, Superman, come on. <laughs> <laughs> What? He's the greatest hero ever. No, he is. He is. But Batman's not gonna not gonna steal his girlfriend because it's Superman. <laughs> right on. I got a green rock you? that says otherwise. Uh, <laughs> yeah. My favorite couple in all time of all comics is Captain America and Diamondback. That is. I know. Really? Sharon Carter. Sharon Carter. Whatever. A chick. It's hard to turn down a chick with magenta hair. <laughs> Let me tell you why. <laughs> what a weird reason. What? Okay. Go for okay. it. Okay. My favorite Cap comics of all time are the 1980s and 90s, the Cap Hotline. He had so many great stories with Sharon Carter. Not Sharon Carter. Why am I talking about her? Hate that blonde shit. No. <laughs> Diamondback. This is about Diamondback. Diamondback is awesome. And when she tried to go normal, she dyed her hair back to its normal brown. And brown hair is also awesome. So. Let me... I feel like you're just saying that because you have brown hair. I, I do have brown hair. You're not wrong. Take <laughs> it from a guy who likes redheads. Magenta okay. hair is that's Cap. To me, Captain America should have. Always, I liked their synergy. It was basically like a Batman Catwoman thing, right? 
Diamondback, she was evil. But Captain America's like, are you really evil? I mean, like, come on, are you really evil? I'm like, really, 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 are you evil? And then, you know, he was like, turning her to like the good side. I mean, sure, not so much anymore in comics, but I always liked Diamondback as a character, and I thought she was the best fit for Captain America. I didn't like Sharon Carter. I'll say that. Whatever. Diamondback, that's my girl. Okay. She, she, who, who would you hate to see as a couple? Hate to see as a couple. Man, who is my least favorite couple of all of, like, just comics? I was thinking about the Captain America couple. Captain America and Bernie. It's just, like, this one random chick that lived in his apartment. She was really lame. i go with that. Okay. I would, I would hate to see uh, Superman and Lex Luthor. I know Superman has a thing for double L's. He likes that <laughs> one. He likes Lana Lang. He likes that one mermaid chick with the double L's. But I just don't think him and Lex are, are compatible. I mean, I know Lex is obsessed, but I don't think they make a good okay. couple. All right. Fair, fair enough. I, I'm still like, I'm, your reasoning behind Diamondback with magenta <laughs> hair is whatever. Okay, um, you look like a woman with magenta hair, and you, you try to tell me, Chris, that that is not up to the level for you. All right. All right. So I guess my answer would be, uh, I've actually answered this before. Uh, this question was asked, I think. By our man from Japan, Malcolm Rush, which inspired uh, us or me to put this community question out. But um, I'm gonna go with Hawkeye and Mockingbird as one, like, one of my favorite couples ever. I just really like them. I think that they are very equal as far as like capabilities and stuff like that. So they're, I don't know, they just respect each other a lot. They're not even together anymore. But too sad. Yeah. Whatever. Um, <laughs> as far as a, a couple that I just hate, I once I already said this, Bruce Banner and um, Betty. I hate that couple. And then I also don't like seeing Spider-Man flirt with uh, Black Cat. Like, that has never been interesting uh, to me. Yeah. That's but, true. <laughs> as we all know, the greatest storyline of all time is One More Day with Spider-Man in it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> JK, it's the worst storyline of all time, and whoever that, you should be ashamed of yourself. Uh, but, no, I I don't know. Peter Parker's love interests, just in general, have never been interesting to me. I don't know. Fair enough. Whatever. Let's go to, uh, let's go to Twitter. Collectible said the Colossus and Kitty Pride saga is the greatest troll in history. To which I responded, it's the Ross and Rachel relationship of complex. <laughs> because it is. <laughs> it really is. Uh, what about you, Calder? Uh, based with Peter Zachary. Wow, this is very, very much longer than I thought it was going to be. Oh, sorry, he's fixing his thing from last week. My bad. Sorry for the confusion on the OG Infinity Gauntlet story. Thor was not Thor Odinson. He was talking about a different Infinity Gauntlet. We were talking about the movie, and that was confusing for me. Anyways, that part aside, favorite superhero couple are Soups and Wonder Woman from the Kingdom Come story. Because, you know, Batman knows about Diana expecting a kid and all this. You know, it's, it's quite amusing. It's good to see in the comics. He does not like the couple of Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver, and as you should, no one should like that couple of Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver. That is wrong. Stop. <laughs> I mean, that even was a if, thing even in the Ultimates are, universe. Even if, even if we can argue they're not related, it's wrong. And stop. <laughs> uh, 
All well, right. That took and then, a weird turn. Yeah. <laughs> and he, he also said, it would be nice to see who ends up in a relationship with Baron Zemo. Helmet Zero. I'm like, oh. I wasn't know he was capable of finding love, but sure, for him. All right, why not? Maybe someday. All right, we have a man in Finland, Tiemu, said he likes uh, Deadpool and Rogue in the Uncanny Avengers, though they didn't quite get to the couple part before Hydra Cap disbanded the team and Deadpool got swept up in Secret Empire. I did read what he's talking about. Man, it was, like, heavily flirted. She started really liking him, like, as a person and stuff. I feel like it did have actual potential, but it never came to be. So, what can you do? Hmm. Uh, Brett Bowers on the Facebook. Pete and MJ, I mean, Peter Parker and Mary Jane, were the real deal. Should have stayed that way. Vision and Scarlet Witch are great, too. He does not like... (laughs) 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 So, that was for the Peter Parker and Mary Jane. Okay. (laughs) Go on. He hated the forced romance between Spider-Man and Mockingbird. I think we all did. And he would love to see Batman and Zatanna, not Selina, break up that wedding. Let's see. Mm. Right on. Uh, We got Chris Kurtz said Hawkeye and Mockingbird. Wait, hold on. Oh, that's a a one button. There you go. All right. Uh, (laughs) uh, The ones I like the most, hate the most, are North Star and anyone he's with. Hate's a strong word. Wow. I like the most. To be fair. He is Canadian. I see what he's saying. <laughs> Not what I was going to say. Um, I was going to say, North Star is very insufferable as a character. He's hard to read. Almost no one likes him. He's not even, like, likable in a snarky way, like he's clever and you can appreciate his wit or anything like that. He's just a jerk, like, 99% of the time. So... <laughs> I can kind of see that. And I didn't mean to offend any Canadian listeners, so don't don't kill me, Married with Clicks. Don't send me like a Canadian bomb or something. <laughs> uh, Nick Zim on Facebook, Fitz and Simmons. Thank you, thank you for saying it. Great couple. Thank oh, that's a that's a good couple. Mm. Uh, we got an answer from Citizen Michael Miller, uh, one of our Patreon supporters, and he said that his favorite will always be Kitty Pride and Star-Lord. Oh. Yeah, that, that struck me as a <laughs> little weird, because in, in my head, I'll always see Kitty Pride with Pieter. Yeah. Colossus. Colossus. But with Star-Lord, like, I, I read all of their relationship, and I was just, uh, it was okay. <laughs> like, I just wanted to get back with Colossus, man. Ross and Rachel. <laughs> uh, Manbach O'Brien, best couple, Absorbing Man and Titania. Just for a second here. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Is he yeah, right? Oh, wow. Yeah. He is so incredibly right. Has anyone read the Black Bolt series that's going, the ongoing right now? No. No. Just rip my heart from my chest. I don't want to spoil <laughs> what happens. But, oh. It was sad. Worst couple, Spider-Man and anyone other than Mary Jane, with the exception of Deadpool and Spidey, because obviously that's the best couple ever. Who would he like to see besides Peter and Wade Wilson? I mean, come on. Deadpool's got a huge crush on the web. So there's there's somebody who's in the Spider-Man having any kind of love life in your same camp there, Chris. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so we got an answer from Eric the Red. It said, Bruce and Talia al Ghul. Uh, hmm. Together they made a beautiful baby assassin. As for hate, 
too much of that in the world already. Though I wish Joker would throw Harley a bone every once in a while. Yes. If you, if you know what I mean. <laughs> also, I think Catwoman and Cheetah would be a good couple. Hmm? You have a lot of licking going on. I, I... <laughs> man, this is like the worst community question ever. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, nice. Sarge! Sarge Uchina, I really hope I know how to pronounce his name. I probably don't. Uh, Spider-Man and Jean, as they are normal teens. Marvel Spider-Man and Jean. I don't know which Jean he is referring to, but... Spider-Man and Jean? Yes. I, I don't know. Uh, and then DC, Hawkman, Hawkgirl. That's cool. And then uh, he said Gwenpool and Deadpool. I like Gwenpool a lot, like, as a character. And I don't think her and Deadpool should be a couple. I... I will agree with you on liking Gwynpool. I picked up her comic thinking it was going to be the dumbest thing I've ever read. Started reading it. It actually turned out to be very good. Oh, it's really solid. She's a solid character. Yeah. Uh, Deadpool and Gwynpool as a couple, though? What? (laughs) (laughs) Why? (laughs) Is it just because they have pool in their name? I think so. Okay. Hey, why get married? You already have pool in your your last name. (laughs) (laughs) I guess it would make it easier. Michael <laughs> Fedor said, love, Dazzler and Longshot. Uh, hate, Cloak and Dagger. And wish, Captain America and Wonder Woman. Ah. Patriotic. Ah. <laughs> There's so many stars and stripes involved in that that couple. That's great. Who's, who's going to wear the tights in that, in that, in that relationship? <laughs> <laughs> Good point. <Yeah. laughs> Rue Rady Diaz Soto. I really hope I said all that right. Super Sons. Uh, obviously not a couple since they are like little boys and whatever, but I mean, they, they're really cool friends. The Super Sons, the Damian Wayne, and I don't even know what little Clark Kent is called, but I've seen a lot of pictures of that comic and they're really cool. Mr. Clicks Flicks said, I'll always go with Peter Parker and MJ. Yeah. As, fo- as, far as, hate, as far as hate, Crystal and Ronan the Accuser. 100% agree oh, yeah. with the Crystal and Ronan thing. 100% disagree with with the former. What are you thinking? Brandon <laughs> <laughs> uh, Roberts still waiting on that Black Lantern, Hawkman, Hawkgirl duo, even though duos suck right now. He wants to see that couple get a duo, and I'm totally with you. I love duos, but yeah. Mm-hmm. They're not doing them justice right now. Well, they have to bring back Absorbing Man and Titania. Oh, very true. That would be good. We need that. That sculpt was amazing. Oh, it was cool. Uh, I got an answer from Enrageous. Uh, Always liked the JL animated, so Justice League, animated Bruce and Diana tension. Uh, Bobby uh, Bobby and Clint were great, too. Least favorite is Gambit and Rogue, mostly because I love Rogue and maybe just jealous of Gambit, or he annoys (laughs) me for other reasons. (laughs) Hmm. There you go. Malcolm Rush. Going back in time with this couple that he likes. A man after my own heart. Guy Gardner and Ice. I found it funny where he took her on their first date, and he hates Frost and Cyclops. And he never actually liked the pair from the beginning. And also Batman and Superman, because they act like a married couple already. But yes to Guy Gardner <laughs> and Ice. Absolutely yes. And Guy Gardner flirted with a ton of chicks, but Ice loved his life, man. 
I'm going to disagree with the Frost and Cyclops one. I would rather see Cyclops with Emma than I would with Jean Grey. That's just me, though. Hmm. It always felt weird when he was with Emma, though, to be completely honest. Uh, That's just me. (laughs) 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 Thank you, Seth Aaron. I just want to say that right now for this. Um, Citizen and superfan Seth Aaron Whose name on Twitter this week is Tide Pods, 11 out of 10, would eat again, (laughs) 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 said, there's no better love story than Deadpool and Chimichangas. To answer the rest of the question, I don't care much for the tension between Bruce and Black Widow in the MCU, and I like Batwoman-Catwoman idea. Mm. Uh, Yeah, that weird relationship. I feel like they shoehorned in between Black Widow and the Hulk and the MC. Yeah. That was just weird. It was weird. The, the, the sun's getting real low. Like, Come on, what? big guy. The sun's getting real low. <laughs> Stop. Which, although, just I'm glad stuff, they introduced Hulk. it just because of how hilarious that was. Go right rock. <laughs> when he was trying to, you know, get Hulk to calm down, like, oh, something real low. Yeah, like, that was great. Uh, Tyler Mirren. So far for DC, loves Batman and Catwoman. Hate Superman with Wonder Woman. That's just lame. It's supposed to be Superman and Lois Lane. He knows Superman can only go for double L's. Tyler knows this. He is he's a man of my level of thought here. Lex Luthor! Lex, yeah, obviously. Uh, and also, as for Marvel, this is where we differentiate. Captain America Black Widow. I love redheads, so don't get me wrong, Tyler. But how can you go wrong with magenta hair? Just saying. But his opinion, Captain America Black Widow... Interesting idea for a couple. They were a couple in that one animated movie with their kids. They had a kid named James or whatever. They fought Maestro. That was a good movie, I suppose. And that was like the only time I ever heard of Captain Black Widow being a couple. But okay. Uh, you like uh-huh. the idea of Slave and Proxima Midnight. Uh, also a three-way of Thanos, Death, and Deadpool. Uh, that sounds uh, disturbing. And if you haven't read that series, you have no idea what you're missing. couple I dislike Wolverine and Storm. Always fuck <laughs> Oh, wow. So, yeah. And uh, he likes Storm with Black Panther and Wolverine, either single or love triangle with Cyclops and Jean. So, you know. Ironic timing, because the last answer that I got on Twitter was from Alan Wilkinson. Said, I kind of want Black Panther and Storm to get together again. They made an awesome couple. I agree. Yes. I would, I would love to see them back together. They made sense together. Yes, they do. They all sense. That's all I've got on Twitter. Okay. you have anything else? I've got three more. Okay. Mark Morris, like the most, Superman, Lois Lane, Mark understands this, Marvel, Spider-Man, Mary Jane, okay, we'll just, we'll just go past that bridge. More from DC and Marvel, gotta be fair, he goes off to say, you know, who better to tether these incredible heroes and keep them grounded and connected to the people they protect than... You know, by like some strong, independent women. You know what I'm saying? If it wasn't for Lois, near guy like Superman could easily forget why he serves, and I feel like sometimes he does. And Peter, you know, he would be different. He's an outcast, whatever. Spider Bite got crazy powers. It'd be so easy for him to feel more of an outcast. MJ pulls Peter back from the edge. The edge. Uh, hate. Hate, <laughs> hate is a strong word, but he hates the couple of Oliver and Felicity in the Arrowverse. Oh, why? That's what I thought, too, but okay. I like them. I, I didn't even think about them until now, but I, I actually really like them together. And his his become a couple, or his ship, is uh, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Steve Rogers and Sharon Carter. The chemistry between Chris Evans and Emily Van Camp on screen is palpable. 
Plus, I think the relationship was expanded. We could get more of the Sharon Carter in the MCU and show just how cool she is. I think she is really cool, and she's awesome in comics. It would be great to see her in the MCU to show off more. Uh, but obviously, if they would have done a Servant Society movie and we had Diamondback, I would clearly go with that instead. Uh, but sure. Whatever you, whatever you say, man. Whatever you say, Mark. Uh, last, uh, second to last one, Matthew Eric Hall. There's no better couple than Joker and Batman, period. Straight from Lego Batman movie. And then my all-time favorite <laughs> answer for the best couple is by David Herberger, Chris and Calder. <laughs> well, I mean, we do spend a lot of time we talking do. throughout the week. What you don't know, this is how the sausage is made, by the way. For every hour or two hours that we record and whatever, there's post-production and pre-production that takes literally hours per week. <laughs> Calder and I talk probably five hours a week just to produce a show for you guys. <laughs> so, yeah, he's probably not wrong. Um, so, let's move on. Uh, we do or did say that we are going to give away a copy of Spider-Man Homecoming this week. That copy is going to go to none other than Eric the Red. So... Eric, you need to tweet into um, – on, on Twitter, uh, we've got a code word for you, Vulture. Make sure you're listening to the podcast. Uh, get that in within the week, and we've got you a copy of Spider-Man. Moving on, we've got uh, some a little bit of news. Whoa, 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 of, whoa, whoa, whoa. We're still in community here, Chris. We're still in community? We're still in community. Pop-up questions from superfan Seth Aaron. Oh, wait, wait, hold up. I've got one thing to say, and then oh. we can go on. Um, so – we did get the AOK from the HeroClix subreddit to post the weekly community question, the weekly Tuesday community question on Reddit. So, if you are a frequenter of that subreddit, uh, if you want to answer on there, we can read those questions out loud. We also are trying to bring in more listeners from Reddit. Uh, so, e expand the community like we are always trying to do. Uh, so that's a thing. It's going to be there on it's Tuesdays. Tight. Tuesdays, ladies and gentlemen. Tuesdays. All right, we good? Yeah, man. Okay. My dudes. I love how Seth Aaron just types. My dudes. So if you had to choose a horror-themed set of hero clicks, not talking about undead, like actual horror icons, Jason, Michael Myers, Leatherface, so on and so forth, would you make a Gravity Feed set and have random people thrown in or try to make a set set, like... One franchise, that's the set. He's thinking a Friday the 13th set could be cool with the different Jason, Jasons being super rares of chases. And the last girl being rares, commons, and uncommons could be other random counselors that die. What say you? Uh, let's start off with David. What do you think? Did we lose David? Did we lose David? That is a good question. Okay, don't, am I on? Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. Good. All right, perfect. Okay. Uh, for me personally, I like the whole um, night, you know, nightmare for uh, the Jason. But why don't we just expand it? Uh, what if they wanted to do that? Expand it out to the uh, Halloween, like a, like a Halloween type of set where you have Freddy, Jason, uh, Chucky, and all of them as far as the chases go. Okay. That would be pretty good. Then you have victims, you know, like the sides that would, you know, that would. Um, you have one victim that can produce another bystander victim to another one. 
Oh, I, f- I feel like you're ripping off horror clicks a little bit. Which, by the way, by the way, uh, Freddy and I believe Jason as well were both made as horror clicks. Oh, man. That is true. <laughs> so, I mean, it's not a bad idea. It's really not. It's uh, one of those things where there, there was some kind of mechanic in the game where you could murder victims and something. They'd get blooded and... That was the keyword or word that they used, and I don't know what that did. I never played the game. I just read about the game. But I think that they could do a mechanic like that. Mm-hmm. For sure. Exactly how Goblin King is, where if you miss an attack, you get a nightmare token. So uh, when he accumulates maybe that many tokens, if you miss him as far as an attack goes, he can use maybe two of them, like drop two of the tokens and have a free close attack or mind control. Right on. So, Calder, what do you think? Absolutely an Evil Dead set. I mean, that, that is my all-time favorite horror oh, anything. Yes. And you can so easily fill a gravity feed. If we're just talking the first three movies, besides having a generic Deadite and then having an Ash, you know, and without putting in, like, Scotty and all the other chicks, you can have easily a Henrietta, an Ash, and then a Deadite, right? Then mm-hmm. the trees, if you want to do a tree. Creepy, if you want want but it's there then you go army of darkness you have a flying deadite skeletons and then an evil ash those all work miniature ashes just like those miniature mauser swarms you could have mini ashes fighting him then Uh, you can have a vehicle like you know they had a batmobile for the batman set right they had a gravity feed that about you could have the oldsmobile with the big rotary thing on top of it so that's that's just those movies then, if you do Ash versus Evil Dead, you can have Pablo, Kelly, and Ruby, and then you can throw in Ilios, and you can throw in Ball, and all the creepy little demon kids, and all the other Deadites they fight. I would just be so down for an Ash set. No idea. Like, yes. Do you want to get five hundred dollars from me? Right there. <laughs> Take my money. No, we're right. speaking. About Ash. Why don't you have Ash as far as, like, a shifting focus, maybe? Oh, yes. See, that's what I'm saying. Different, the like, right, so many different iterations of Ash. Ash, before yeah. he loses the hand, he just has the axe. and Or Ash, when he has the chainsaw and the thing. Or he has the metal hand. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, he has the different metal hand, and then he has the chainsaw. Or when he has the Kandarian dagger strapped to his friggin', yeah. you know, boomstick. And then, if you've ever played Fistful, uh, no, what is it called? Boomstick? I forget. It's like a PS2 game. He has a minigun on his stub hand and it's oh, yes. so cool <laughs> so yeah I like that Shift focus ashes oh my gosh David you're the oh, I love you so much <laughs> I love how passionate you are about ash <laughs> e- evil dead and ash that's my thing evil I just, dead is awesome evil yeah. dead that's oh, fantastic alright so you know as far as Pablo goes we can have two different Pablos the regular Pablo and the what pa- was the Pablo the oh he's like possessed the, uh, the Necronomicon oh. yes yes oh you are, oh, man, I'm, you I'm are. getting excited for this set. It's not, it's not even a yet. Does it exist? It is, uh. <laughs> All right, so you mentioned demon children. Here's my answer to oh, this. Yeah. I would like to see. Now bear with me here. This is going to get a little crazy. But you know how they've only made one uh, terrain thing that you put onto the map with, like, the boxing ring? Yes. Imagine... Pet Cemetery. 
Oh, nice. Okay. Right? So, special terrain you put on the map. I have no idea what the mechanic would do. I, at this point, just, you know, use your imagination. But how cool would it be to put a small cemetery on the map? <laughs> uh, that sounds awesome. Second of all, everybody knows, knows that I was going to say this to begin with. Uh, Alien and Predator, please. Thank you. Uh, mm -hmm. Past that, I would love to see. Now, this is going back a ways. I loved this franchise. I'll even still say I love this franchise. Tremors. Yes! Oh, yes, yes, Chris! Oh, my gosh! I can yes. kiss uh, you like Tremors. <laughs> oh. That's why we make a good couple, man. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm so excited. Where's that so, song when we need it? <laughs> uh, Tremors was one of those movie franchises that were just so freaking weird and outside the box that you had to love it. First one, amazing. And then... Like, they, they just kept going. They wouldn't stop. TV show, they're making a third Tremors movie, just like, what is it, The Great White Heart, whatever. I'm so excited. I love Tremors so much. All right. last, last franchise I want to point out that I absolutely – no, I'm sorry. Let me take that back. Two more franchises that I want to point out. Puppet Master. Yep. Um, I loved all of the puppets that – like, oh my god, they were so good. Like, all of the different puppets. I can't I even remember any of their names now. But seriously, I love that franchise. With the little guy in the trench coat and the the white mask and the top hat. and Or not top hat, it was like a fedora. And then you had, like, the little pinhead. That was the name, pinhead. And then you had the little guy with the, um, like, drill on top of his head. And the, yep. the torch guy. Oh my god, I love that franchise. All right, Chris, I'll stop right there. I was with you. But I'm terrified of puppets. That's one thing I can't get past. <laughs> Puppy and, like, living dummy and the puppets. Yeah, no, I can't. Oh. Can't so, do it. Wait, hold on. Lastly, <laughs> one last franchise that I would love to see made into Heroclix. Phantasm. Ooh, okay. I feel like they could only make, like, one figure. And it would just be the old dude with a single, like, mechanical shiny silver ball <laughs> in his hand. And huh. that would be it. And it would just have, like, if you if you want to pick a power piece, that's a pick a power yeah. piece. Man, he made those little balls do whatever he wanted to do. Yep. It was it was awesome. <laughs> I love that franchise. No, I got one, Chris. I got one. So, go you know, for it. So here we go. Now, hear me out. <laughs> this is going to be crazy, but it's out of the box. How about Gremlins? Ooh, Gremlins. 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 Oh, my God. Gizmo? Oh, yeah, dude. I'm so all about Gremlins. Basically, one mechanic would be if, say, you use Gremlins, their traits would be if it's a water map, you basically would have them uh, triplicate. So every turn would be like Tyrannus. If there's no bystander out there, then you would, then you would, then you would drop another one. That's awesome. That would be so cool. Can you imagine gremlins playing around in Pet Cemetery? Just saying, guys, it's the greatest idea ever. Oh, so I was, I was thinking about that Pet Cemetery <laughs> idea. Um, the Pet Cemetery idea could be almost like a almost like a bat cave, but in a, in another way. To where, let's say, your your friendly character goes in it. You can have a ten point, fifteen point, a pog in there, power action, and then you can create uh, uh, like a dead animal, like a dead cat, and then there'll be like a bystander that goes out. I love it. Seriously, <laughs> that, that would be fantastic. I love it. Uh, fun fact, my brother, his name is Gage. 
He's actually named after Gage from Pet Cemetery. My mother is very dark and sick. Wow. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm not joking. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I'm named after Christopher Christopherson. So, yay, I guess. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, all right. <laughs> Any last-minute thoughts on... That was a good community question. That was a great that, community question. That was spun off into... Some craziness right there. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> um, okay, so introducing a new segment to the podcast. That's going to be the Dial H birthday calendar. As we've spouted multiple times before, this is a community. You guys go and comment on each other's uh, answers to the weekly community questions and stuff like that. That's great. We love it. But as an additional thing to just grow the community, recognize you guys, not just the listeners, but those people that are in your community, at your local games, uh, your judges, your additional players. Give us their birthday, their name. You want a shout-out for them? We got you covered. So, mm-hmm. um, did get an answer from Little Plastic Superheroes on Twitter. Uh, he wants to give a shout-out to Mike Racha. I believe I'm pronouncing his name correctly uh his birthday was on february so just want to give you a happy birthday to that and because i think that this is the funny sound funniest sound bite that i've found in a while say hello to the arabian happy birthday I want to play that every week. <laughs> Please give me a reason to play that every week. So if it's your birthday coming up, someone you know, someone you like, you want to give a shout out, you want somebody interested in get jumping on the Dial H bandwagon, listening to the podcast, what better way than to shout them out and be like, hey, did you know that you're mentioned in this episode of this podcast? There you, there go. you go. So there you go. Um, that's... Oh, one last thing that I have. Um, Thor Ragnarok is coming out on DVD and Blu-ray on the 20th, so tomorrow. Expect a giveaway in the next couple weeks of that movie, so be prepared for that. Um, you can find us on Facebook. Just search for Dial H for HeroClix. On Twitter, Dial H for HeroClix. That's the number four. Send us emails or anything you want to talk about, discussion about... Value Corner, Hidden Gems, Casual Comparisons, Bad Samaritan. You want to be on the podcast, let us know. Uh, dial H for HeroClicks at gmail.com. That's all the plugging I've got. Um, do you have, David, anything that you uh, last-minute thoughts you want to talk about You want before we get out of here? Um, yes, absolutely. <laughs> I talked I talk to one of the guys I play my venue with. I always want to, you know, at least um, plug him in. Uh, his name is... Um, the guy that really got me into where I am today, uh, his name is um, Patrick Yapoko. Uh, do you want to, you know, shout shout out his um, his store, Majestics, over in Orange? Uh, he is doing a circuit right now. It's um, there's there's multiple ones. One's gonna be in Chico, uh, California. Other one's gonna be in Bakersfield, uh, New Hall, California as well. But the main one I'm gonna be going to is Orange, California. Just want to give a shout out to that three uh, three hundred point rock age five hundred point name theme team. Um, I do want to uh, shout out just a couple of names. Um, do want to thank um, again Patrick Apoco. I want to thank Chris Flores, um, Kevin Afruz, 
um, uh, James Moraga, um, Alyssa McNeil, um, the brothers, um, Emilio and Alonzo. I want to thank, if I forget you, if I forget anybody else, I'm sorry, but I just want to thank you, you all. You guys all, you know, uh, played very well with me. Uh, we, we played casual, competitive. You guys bring out the best in me. So I just want to say thank you. Um, and then also one last thing, I want to thank you guys. I know I thanked you guys before the podcast on, but I want to thank you guys live uh, out here, you know, with everyone else, because I want everyone know, you know, I've been listening to this podcast, um, never really uh, got into a punt into, into any podcast until I actually started listening to this one. I started in my uh, group, Mr. Clickso, and uh, I listened to you guys a lot. I've always wanted to get on this. And trust me, I was that one guy and Calder, <laughs> you're right. I was that one guy shouting at the at my radio at at the um, uh, all those um, all those figures. Oh, I know that one. I know that one. <laughs> so uh, from the bottom, he of my knows mind, the feeling. Oh, huh? You know the feeling. It's so <laughs> yes. It's true. Uh, but thank you guys. I do appreciate you know all you guys' success. I wish you guys you know many many more. Thank you guys. Calder, thank, you thank want to respond you. to that? Yeah, I just want to say that's awesome. I mean, because we are we're working we work pretty pretty hard. I'm not gonna say we work that hard, but we we seriously try to do the best we can for everybody, and that that warms my heart hearing that. I would also like to say thank you very much from the bottom of my heart. It, seriously, like I've said before, we would not be here if it weren't for listeners like you and all of the guys that have been on the podcast and all of the guys that constantly tweet us stuff and message us on facebook for our weekly community questions and stuff like that like it's humbling it really is we really appreciate it it does not go to our head trust us we appreciate every like every retweet everything that you guys give us so thank you no problem you got anything awesome yeah if you if you guys if you guys want to anyone listening right now if you go to mr clipso um a group right now i talked to calder and chris I'm going to be doing a, uh, a live video coverage uh, round by round of Majestic's uh, circuits. Uh, so if you guys want to tune into that, I will, I will let you guys, uh, I'll let you and uh, Chris, I'll let you guys know the link. That way you guys can have that live video for you guys. Awesome. Sounds man. awesome. Man. When is that going to be? What are the dates for that? It's uh, March 24th and 25th. Awesome. Man, I'll send it out, man. Thank you so March much. March 24th, 25th. Write that down in your calendars, folks. But, yeah, before I read this out, I do want to say me and Jamie over at Mr. Clicks Flicks did do a game using Roll20. It is up on his YouTube channel now, so you guys can go check that out. It's awesome. And with that, <laughs> it is awesome. I don't want to spoil, <laughs> spoil what happens, but it was a pretty good game. Uh, uh, just a reminder, Dialways for Hero Clicks is brought to you by CoolStuffInc.com. You can find cool stuff in stock every day, including all the latest HeroClix singles and sealed products. Check them out at CoolStuffInc.com. Long episode, but a good episode, guys. Great Thank episode. you much. See you next week. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye. Nice job.